Imagine for a moment that we are really out of a very ugly crisis, something that was clearly the unknown to us that brought about enormous fears. It brought about enormous confusion and a complete change of our sense of normalcy. I'm talking about 2020, last year, January 1, 2020. None of us expected the year of 2020 to be what it was. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Rene de Beauvoir, and you are listening to Inspire Me. I'm the founder and CEO of Inspired Media. And in this particular podcast, I want to talk about the year of adaptation. A lot of people don't want to adapt to anything because people don't quite frankly like change, isn't it? But 2020, if it taught us anything, it was about adapting to change, adapting to things that are new, to things that are different, to things that are uncomfortable. 2020, I can remember five years prior to 2020, the plans of organizations, the plans of NGOs and UN organizations, all leading towards, and all of their media posts, all leading towards the year of 2020 and what the plans were and the boom they were going to drop in the year of 2020. There are women's organizations and groups that I'm a part of now and even then. Some I'm not a part of anymore because they're now defunct. But I can remember some of the women's groups, even at South by Southwest, all planning and building up to this wonderful grand crescendo to talk about that big boom and the drop and what would be accomplished by way of millions of people being touched in the year of 2020. And oh la la, did any of us expect the year of 2020 to bring what it brought us, to make the enormous changes that it put upon us? Nobody but God and maybe a few leaders knew that it was coming. What am I talking about? I'm talking about COVID-19. Here we are in the year of 2021. January 2021 is just passed. Okay, wherever you're listening to this podcast, if you're listening December 2021, you think back on what you were doing in February 2021, which is the month that I am recording this particular podcast. And I'm calling it the year of adaptation. Because no matter where you are, what month it is in the year of 2021, you most emphatically put can remember where you were, what was going on in your life, when it was announced that everything had to be shut down by what, first week or second week of March 2020. We started hearing things right around the end of January. 
we started hearing things all throughout February 2020. And by March 2020, people were forced to leave their jobs, to work from home. Kids were sent home from school. Schools were closed. Everything was closed. Airlines, businesses, restaurants, closed in the sense that everything had to be shut down until they could get a handle on this insane virus. Everything was closed. And as the months progressed and the virus got worse, businesses went from being closed temporarily for two months to get a handle on stunting the growth of the virus it went from that to being permanently closed because people could no longer afford to pay employees, to pay the lights, to pay the rent. Restaurants suffered greatly. Then suddenly we were thrust upon curbside ordering and and curbside pickup so that there was no contact personally with people working in the restaurants. Fast food restaurants like Burger King stopped taking cash and started running commercials on contactlessness. Cash was not accepted in many businesses then as it is today because of the transportation allocated through dirty money, dirty cash. I'm going to talk a little bit today about the year of adaptation and what it meant and I have at the end of this this broadcast a question I want to ask you you may even see it as a survey on my social media platforms but for now I want you to think about my question when I present it to you at the end of the show This is the time of the year, isn't it? When we're often either celebrating or we're reviewing our accomplishments of the past or last 12 years, or excuse me, 12 months. Hello, Rone, the last 12 months. If nothing else, (sighs) 2020, shined a spotlight on our ability to adapt or not adapt or to radically change our circumstances. Life was radically changed in the year of 2020. The moment they announced that this thing came from Wuhan, China, and that it was from food markets, where they eat any and everything. And I know it to be true. I lived in Beijing for three years. But it was associated with bats. Yes, they eat bats in China. If you've listened to some of my shows, I've talked about cultural indifference, cultural acceptance. You know, why we find it difficult and strange to adhere to certain cultural nuances because it just seems so abstract to what is known as normal. What you find normal may not be normal to someone else. You may not feel that 
a woman fully covered in a black outfit known as a burqa is normal. I've done it. And you wouldn't imagine and or believe how feminine and empowering it can actually make you feel. But that is for another broadcast. This one is all about the year of adaptation. 2020 forced us to adapt and it forced us very radically to embrace change based on the circumstances that we found ourselves in. I can remember going to stores and being stopped at the door if I didn't have on a mask. Well, I can tell you, I never got stopped at any door for not wearing a mask. The moment they informed us of this virus and said, wear a mask, I started wearing a mask from that point on. Anytime I left the house, I was wearing a mask. In the United States, you're not going to see people standing at a door, whether a security officer or an employee standing there ready to take a, um, use a monitor to check your temperature. Now you will see it in some businesses, but when I went back home to Dubai, August, end of August, in fact, August 31st, 2020, every place you went into every public place, hotel stores, you name it, mosque, everywhere you went, You were greeted first before you entered. You were not allowed to take another step forward until either a security guy could check your temperature. And if you came up without a fever, you were allowed to enter and proceed. You won't find that all over the United States. Well, duh, no wonder it's out of control in states like California, Florida, and even Texas but mainly Florida and California. These are people who, like Trump, think it's a hoax and didn't believe it and didn't think that there was any truth to it and tried to push it under the rug. What the bloody devil? So they weren't wearing masks and they continue to party and, you know, to do all these things that they were doing before they were informed about COVID-19. It was ludicrous behavior and now they deeply regret that behavior. Award shows are everywhere, isn't it? That's nothing new. But even television, reality shows, award shows, American Idol, all these kinds of television entertainment kinds of platforms have all had to adapt and change to how they filmed and recorded these various shows. The ones that were broadcast live, some of the shows when they played them back, you saw where the whole crew came in and shut everything down. All when it came to that point when governors and mayors of all of these different states and countries were telling people, You've got to lock it down at home. And you've got to stay there for several weeks. In the beginning, everybody complied because nobody knew what was going on. Everybody was afraid. 
And people wanted to be home with their families to connect to their televisions to hear, oh my God, what is going on? OMG. Everybody complied. People stayed home. I can remember going out on the streets periodically because of some things that I was able to do and allowed to do at that time in 2020. And it was like a ghost town in a huge city like Houston or in Dallas or in New York. Okay, I didn't go to New York, but I'm just saying, when you would see these various cities, major metropolitan cities, through the eyes of a lens, of a camera for the news media, there was not one soul on the streets. And from those weeks in the beginning of being shut down and locked down at home and all businesses having to close, what literally happened was immediately we all had to start thinking about how we were going to adapt to what was happening. And many people thought, that they'll get a handle on it at the end of this eight-week lockdown, and then we'll go back to life as normal. I never assumed that. I never believed that. I knew that based on what was being presented, life was never, ever going to return to how it used to be. I knew we were confronting and facing and needed to be prepared to embrace a new life, and a new sense of normalcy. But back to the entertainment type shows. Award shows. Millions of people love these award shows. And even award shows had to change. It went from being in some famous theater to attend award shows and to see your 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 favorite actors and entertainers and rappers and singers go up to the stage to receive their award, it all started happening on a platform called Zoom and other platforms which made the entire show virtual. It didn't have the same effect and right now today still doesn't have the same effect. But this is a part of the adaptation that award shows, the world, you and me, we've all had to sort of walk and enter therein to, like it or not, this is what we've all had to adhere to. Here's my point. If I had an award show, I think I would create a category of the year And that category of the year would have to be face mask. Here's why. Face mask, as of January 1, 2020, is, was, and will always be a product that no one in the entire world had given thought to as of January 1, 2020. That's not to say that face masks weren't out there. The very kinds of masks we're wearing right now. Yes, they were. Ever been to a hospital? That's what they were wearing in hospitals. So it's not like face masks were not thought of. They were. 
but the only people you saw wearing them were people in the medical field and people who were involved in various kinds of scientific experiments, all to prevent them from inhaling or to protect them from getting splatters of blood and other things that they were testing. But nobody, not even the medical jurisdiction, or I wouldn't say jurisdiction, but not even the medical field, nobody expected face mask to become the main theme and the main product of the year. That would be my category. Face mask right after this virus took hold of us became the number one selling product all over the world. And then eventually what you started seeing after eight weeks or so, when people were partially taken out of lockdown, you were given an opportunity to go into a store, but front and center, big banners, signs all over the doors, the entry doors, the exit doors, face mask required. This in and of itself was one of the first forms of adaptation since COVID-19 has come on the scene. Think about other areas in your life where you've had to adapt. Some of it may have been just as extreme as this, and some of it may not have been so extreme. But the point is, you had to adapt to change. And nobody likes change. People want things to remain the same. Ever heard the phrase, the more things change, the more they stay the same? You know what that means? It means that as things are changing, you've always got that group and body of people that are adamant about going along with the change, have no justification for being hard-headed, but just don't want to go along with the change. They want things to say, stay, excuse me, the way that it is, the way things are. And how the bloody hell are you going to grow without change? You've heard me say it, and I'm going to say it again. If it doesn't challenge you, it won't change you. And you're certainly not going to grow. You cannot expand your horizons. If you're not willing to embrace change, you are willing to be stagnated in your life. And that will cover all areas of your life. The first form of adaptation or adaptation, however you want to pronounce it, was wearing face masks. What was the second form of critical change, adapting to change? Social distancing staying at least six feet apart. Oh, la la. I thought people were going to die. And you started to see people fighting in stores because they didn't want to adhere to it. Why? Because this is not how things used to be or have always been. So people didn't want to adapt to that form of change. And you found people disrespecting others. And okay, I'm not going to lie. When people would disrespect me in the, you know, self-service line when I'm ringing up my food, if you got up right on me, I was going to make you back up. 
And if I had to get loud, oh yeah, I went there. And if I had to get loud, I did. If I had to take my cart and push you back, I did. Okay, I know I'm supposed to inspire you and I'm not trying to inspire you to go and be, you know, violent. I wasn't violent. I would just simply take my cart and push it back. It's sad that you have people, you know, in fact, it went viral in the news where some guy didn't want to respect it. And of course it was Florida. Duh. And he spit on a group of people when they asked him to put on his mask. He was one of those Trumplicans who didn't believe in it. So he wouldn't wear it. He said it was all a farce and that the Democrats created this big lie. Dear God, you know, it's, it's to me, it's hard to believe that people can be so bloody stupid and still walk around and breathe. I just, but you see, that's what they were told. This is the reason words matter. This is the reason leadership matters. So as we look at adapting, I want this podcast to be all about where the adaptation began, which was 2020, and why we're still having, even now, at the beginning, the middle, the end, depending on when you hear this, why we're still having to adapt in 2021, and why, and why in 2022, and 23, and 24, and 25, and going on, while those of us, or those of you who will still be living, will have to continue to adapt to a new normal because things are never ever going to go back to the way they were. People have got to embrace the change. So here's another point I'd like to make. It is time for all of us to consider how everyone has had to learn to deal with and to persevere as professionals, as citizens, as spouses, as significant others, as parents, as children, as friends, and co-workers. All of those categories, and even some I've not mentioned, all have had to adapt to the change that COVID has brought upon us. 2020 was the year of adaptation. Maybe I should be entitling this 2020, the year of the beginning of adaptation. That's what I should have called this podcast because that's the year that will go down in history. SARS didn't do this. H1N1 didn't do this, but COVID-19 did. It went from an epidemic to a global pandemic. Ooh, COVID is a bad mama jamma. Yes. And we have all had to change. Let's talk about some things that incited indifference and how we had to adapt. You had newlyweds who had to immediately go on lockdown together. I'm thinking about a show called Married at First Sight. These were people who got married that didn't know the name, the race, the religion, the look, nothing about the person they were going to marry. 
All of that was discovered the day they said I do. Ooh, la, la. Imagine those people. And it was several couples that ventured into this journey. And after 90 days, actually 120 days, this TV show, reality show, they had to go back and face the social um, scientists or social therapists, a preacher and a psychologist who, who put these people together and felt that they would be compatible. They had to go back and talk about that 90 days or that 120 days experience being on lockdown and what it meant. And granted, previous shows where they weren't forced to lock, be locked down because there was no COVID, there was still difficulty because this was with somebody that they didn't know prior to marrying them and saying, I do. And that brought about adaptation where they had to adapt to being with somebody, number one, that they didn't know. They'd never had sex with. They'd never kissed. They'd never hugged. So all of these things were new and brought about change. Here's my question. Life already has its challenges. COVID has just added upon that. But the question that I promised you that I would present at the beginning of the the broadcast is simply this. Ready? What new skill were you personally forced to learn last year in 2020? And how are you using that skill today? What skill were you forced to learn? Believe me, there was a skill you were forced to learn all because you had to adapt to something new that was put upon you that you had no control over. Neither did the government. I don't care where you're listening to me in the world. Your government didn't have control over it either. All governments shut everything down. Airlines, airports, everything was shut down. That's why I say COVID-19 is a bad mama jamma. Everything froze. Some countries, some cities, some states opened too quickly. And the surge went even higher than it was when it first broke out. And because of it, people had to go back and resubmit to being locked down and shut down. And people started to, to, to gain a lot of fear and question whether life was ever going to be normal again, what they were going to do with their children, how they were going to pay their mortgages, what was going to happen to the economy. The economy everywhere, all over the world, sunk. All because of COVID-19 and people, some willing and some not willing to adapt. Anytime there's change, tragedy, crisis, a lack thereof, you must be prepared to adapt. So again, I'm going to ask you, what new skill were you forced to learn last year in 2020? And how are you using that skill today, the year of 2021? How is your new skill benefiting you? How 
I'll ask you again. Are you using a new skill that you were forced to learn all because you had to adapt to change and embrace a new normalcy of adaptation? How are you using that new skill today to touch, heal, and inspire? That's my show for today. Thank you for listening to the Year of Adaptation. I'm your host, Grané Dubovois, and you have been listening to Inspire Me. Thank you for sharing the podcast with your friends family, relatives, connections, your tribe, baby. Thank you for donating and supporting my charity, the Fish Foundation Global Nation, which our new name is coming forth, the Fish Foundation Project. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your questions, your comments. Just thank you for being a part of it. No man is an island and this show cannot and will not be a success without you. So once again, what new skill were you personally forced to learn last year in 2020? And how, Sugarfoot, are you using that skill today to touch, heal, and inspire? I'm René Dubovois. Thank you very much for listening. Merci beaucoup. Bonne journée.